Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in it. I'm Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and I'm joined on the uh, western side of the continental United States. It's Felicia Jones. Hey Paul, I'm sitting in the backseat of a car recording this right now. <laughs> uh, how is that nomadic life treating you? Um, actually, it's, it's not bad. I, I have no complaints other than we had to move to a different spot. We're surrounded by trees and uh, that gets in the way of internet and because we have Starlink and then we're in this area where there is no cell phone service. So yeah, so we are just trying to make do. We are just sitting out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of this RV park, just trying to work. So if you see, if you hear trucks, um, it's because I'm literally next to the road. Um, are you intending to move or have you kind of like paid for a certain amount of time and you're stuck there for a bit? No, actually we, <laughs> okay. So this is one of these RV parks where they don't do technology. Oh. So the guy just writes everything on a piece of paper. <laughs> so when we booked the reservation months ago, yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I wrote it down. And it's like, I kept asking Dustin, I said, we should call and just check on it. He was like, it'll be fine. I was like, uh-huh. So, of course, last week when we called, it was like, oh, I have you down for different days. And so he put us in one spot. And then on Sunday, we had to move to another one. It's actually a really nice spot. It's private and it's right on the river. But it's, in, it's surrounded by the trees. Um, so we're only here until tomorrow. And tomorrow we are on our way to Seattle. So hopefully we'll be back in the land of cell phones and all that kind mm-hmm. of fun stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad that you, I mean, you're sounding great. As always, it's obviously treating you well. Shall we do a little update on where we are with things in the world? Obviously, you're completely <laughs> out of touch right now, but... Um, I mentioned briefly last no. week about fire and how <laughs> like you're on fire and we're on fire and China's on fire. Um, we've had some developments okay. in the whole fire situation over in Europe. Um, okay. We are in the UK, we are north of the jet stream. So it is cold and wet and rainy. And I've just had a very rainy uh, activity weekend. Really? Yeah. With, uh, with my children um, kayaking. So you'll be a fan of that kayaking and paddleboarding and mountain Yay. biking in the in Yay. the rain. Uh, do you have photos? I do have photos. I shall send them to you. Okay. Um, but okay. south of the jet stream, where the jet stream is sort of stuck in position, it's just got hotter and hotter and hotter, and there are a series of wildfires uh, breaking out. And uh, in particular, Greece seems to be hit, although there are wildfires across quite a bit of Europe. Um, But Greece and the Greek islands and certain Greek islands are quite popular with British tourists. Roads, Mm -hmm. my sister has literally just come back from from there. There's a big wildfire um, going on in roads. And what's happened is, to cut a long story short, because you can go and look it up online, but um, there are thousands of people needing to be evacuated from roads people who are holiday makers just ditching their luggage and streaming um, thousands and thousands of people to to beaches where they are being rescued by small boats. So kind of like living that refugee life. Yeah, kind of like living the refugee life, kind of needing to to escape and um, traveling in small boats. Well, I mean, the irony 
is just unreal. And whoever designs the 2020s is just having a bit of a <laughs> laugh, really, I think, at, the, at this point. Oh, 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 definitely. 2020 is just, I, this whole decade is just the bingo card effect. And we should definitely check on our bingo card. We did not have tourists um, being rescued on there, but man, we can't even make this stuff up, even if we tried. You couldn't. You absolutely couldn't make it, make it up. The imagery is just incredible. And of course, a percentage of the people that um, would be, refugees um, at this point, evacuees, um, a percentage of those would be of the sort of um, political persuasion that they would not wish um, people to be escaping in small boats coming to this country. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But, you know, they you, you'll create a whole new narrative that these are vacationers, not people live, fleeing their homes. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm pretty sure somebody's going to give them money because they all have some type of travel insurance. So they're actually going to make money off of this. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, yeah, quite. it's probably very true, actually. Um, Yeah, I think it's, 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 I I don't know, it's it's fascinating, really. Can I just tell you something else, actually, that I thought was interesting? It's kind of all about refugees as well, but it involves the war in Ukraine. So Russia is now Mm -hmm. deliberately targeting um uh the bombing of grain stores that they've they've kind of withdrawn from their grain agreement and now they're bombing grain stores in Ukraine to prevent Ukraine from um selling whatever grain it can get to to the ports of like Odessa and uh, there's another little port in um uh, like just off the Danube I can't remember what the name of it is actually but I heard a very interesting theory from an analyst last night and it goes something like this that uh, what Russia is doing is deliberately targeting the grain because if that causes famine worldwide because countries that rely on grain can't get it, those uh, people who are suffering from famine as a result will then migrate uh, as refugees, as famine refugees to Europe. And Europe will not allow that to happen for its own political purposes its own political problems and so they see that that is a way for the west to give in um on the sanctions to russia isn't that wild that is wild and that's a that's a gamble because some people might actually be okay with people starving well yeah (laughs) that is a gamble (laughs) that is true isn't it that's absolutely true (laughs) yeah so um okay mm, that's a move it is a (laughs) a move okay um, yeah, so I thought that was a very interesting uh, theory. But like I say, lots of stuff about refugees. But the, like I say, um, fires, uh, hell, planes. Uh, today, a plane crashed with firefighters <laughs> in it trying to stop these fires. It just looks absolutely really? oh, uh, horrific. Sad. So that's what's going on here. I understand you don't know what's going on where you are. Um. Well, you know, we're we're in this little bubble over here. So the only thing that I know, I didn't know that there were a whole bunch of fires going on. So I need to, I'm actually um, looking at all the benefits of my library card because I need to find a new source of news. And I hate to say it, I actually used to use Twitter to figure out news stories so that I can go read things. But Twitter has um, changed now. It is now called the X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And, and we have to talk about how Mr. Must slid that in, like, in the middle of a Saturday night. And you, I mean, half of it's like you think he was joking. And next thing you know, it's like, wait a minute, this thing is called X now and is not Twitter. And, um, you know, of course, we get all the think pieces of how to destroy a brand in like 24 mm-hmm. hours. But um, it is it is quite fascinating and since you, you know, your day job is doing all things social media and social media marketing. So I figured this would be an interesting conversation to have with you about what do you think is going on? <laughs> what is the future? And then how can some of us, um, which I'm starting to see, a lot of people are grieving, are going through the grieving process that the internet and the, and social media is changing or has changed and you know, I guess you got to decide if you're going to stick with it or or move on to something else. So I don't know. It's just been a fascinating few days to, to hear all of this. So I'm curious what your thoughts are. Well, it's interesting you talk about the grieving process because that is exactly how how I see it. Now, this this change I sort of felt came out of the blue. I was not ready for this change yeah. I knew that he I knew about this x idea but it sort of felt like he was like yeah I'm going to change it today you're going to see a new logo if someone can design it or something like that proper Elon Musk kind of stuff yeah <laughs> um just like random and then something really weird happened uh the um oh now hang on what well, I've forgotten what her name is now let me just let me just go and look at uh, x.com and uh, just just see what her name this, is the this CEO is the new ceo person. yeah i can't remember what her name yeah. is what's her name it's kind of yara last name starts with yeah, a y yeah like yara nucci or something i don't know hang on i'm t- I'm, li- I'm literally uh, typing no it in uh a ceo <laughs> twitter obviously that's not right so ceo x what's her name what is her name hang on this is hold on <laughs> Um, her name, we're, we're, oh, Linda, Yinda, Linda, is y- it? Yacarino. Yeah. Linda, yeah, Linda Yacarino. Linda Yacarino posts this tweet or whatever we've got to call them now, like Jeet? Sheet? Zeet? What? Zeet. Yeah, it, it came up with this kind of thread about what X means and what the future looks like. And it was, I read it and thought, are you real? Or are you AI? So I've kind of convinced myself <laughs> that the new CEO is not actually real. Um, but uh, yeah, it kind of it kind of threw everyone. I think that it was going to be called X, and then the next morning it was rebranded X. And you see lots of people just <laughs> saying, "Right, that's it. I'm actually done with it." Which you know I think is quite interesting that the thing that made them leave was the change of a logo, not the fact that the platform now enables hate speech and the far right and, you know, all of that kind of okay. stuff. They're, re- they're leaving because of a logo. We got I, I will say this. Okay, I am not crazy. It, it seems like all of the things that are in my thread now is just anger. <laughs> huh? Anger, negativity, and hate. Like, I don't, I mean, I kind of started seeing bits and pieces of it like over the last year or so, but it seems like within the last two months, it is nonstop, just hateful type tweets. And, and then there's the people who just hate 
just to be hate. You know, mm. like people who went to hate watch Barbie. Like <laughs> so, so, so this is your life now. You just hate watch Barbie. Yeah. Just don't go to the movie. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this over the last kind of couple of years of, you know, Elon and his thoughts and and how he is kind of encouraging conspiracy theory type things or uh-huh. you know uh, things like that and then i know you said that now that they're giving influencers money i don't know how their influencer program works or creator program works but the fact that you know andrew tate is now making like twenty thousand dollars you know maybe a day off of twitter uh it is kind of is boiling to this like you know what maybe i need to leave because this ain't <laughs> this ain't it uh-huh. and it I was I deleted Twitter from my phone. I know me. I need to I need to kind of delete. And if I'm gonna do it, it has to just be on my desktop. But it I did I did tell my husband. I said I need to get off of here and be reminded that this is a not a real space, and the world isn't as bad as Twitter makes yeah. it. I mean, the world is kind of crazy, but geez, you would kind of get into this negative space if you're on there long enough. It's crazy now. I, I I think so. I, I I just I can't I can't work out what's happening to to be honest. Apart from it's just a lot of a lot of change. But you're you're right. I think there is a lot of anger, and I think what it is it's to do with people feeling that it belonged to them. And we've seen this before in social media circles, where a platform makes mm-hmm. a big change and people get upset about it because they forgot that it was owned by millionaires, billionaires and and shareholders. You know, whether it's changes to algorithms or changes to features, they get crossed because they believe that so, social media has become such a big part of every everyday life that it's it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of seen as a as a right or seen as um you know in the hierarchy of needs that they have, like further down the bottom mm-hmm. than than what it used to be. And so they get very upset. And I think it is, I think it's good actually for people to be reminded that this is someone's plaything or this is somebody's um, commercial business. And that as a commercial business, they can do what they want with it. Yeah, that's true. And then you can choose. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that the true. free market capitalist society that, that we live in. If you don't like it, then you leave. And I'm not saying that to kind of justify what Musk is doing or what he's enabled, but, um, you know, I, I do understand, like, if you're a creator and you've built a whole following and a whole audience on a platform over a number of years and then, you know, it changes and people move away from that, then you've got to react and that's really annoying and frustrating. But, you know, maybe you shouldn't build everything in one place anyway. You, you know, I mean, this is, I, I, I saw a tweet this morning or Zeet, whatever we're doing. <laughs> Just call it a tweet. It's still a tweet. Know. Come on. <laughs> I saw a post. Yeah. Um, and this person was saying, you know, I'm starting to, it's been, it's been building up for a couple of years now, but you know, every time they come onto Twitter or, or some social media platforms, they're just like, why am I here? Is it even worth building and putting all this um, this time and space into stuff? And you know, but now I'm not sure what to do next. And 
and I've been having some of those issues. Now, I have not built everything of my life around social media, but I am starting to get that, okay, social media did a great job of getting us addicted. Mm -hmm. And we have to admit it. We have all, we are all addicted. So we are in this, this little world where when people are like, where are we going next? Where are we going next? And it's just like, wow, you can't just read a book, you know, but, uh, you know, people are trying to find what's next, but I, I actually think we're just starting the grieving process for those who were, who don't want to deal with the change or just realize everything is about to change. And maybe you don't have the energy to keep up because I do think the world of social media, building a business around it, it took a lot of work and it takes a lot of work. Um, and I can see how a lot of people don't want to start over again. And this is where I hope people had exit plans <laughs> instead of just thinking this was going to last forever. But there are a lot of changes and we don't treat social media the same way. Like maybe you and I would have treated it 15 years ago where we actually sit there and talk to people. It is like um, a commercial business now, even for the people on it. I mean, the creators are all about making money. Everybody's about making money and and doing all these things. So yeah, I, I guess we all have to kind of deal with the fact that that's how, I guess social media is not so much social anymore. I don't know what it is these days. Well, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think it is social. And what's interesting about the new Threads platform is that it's definitely got that vibe to it that, that Twitter used to have maybe 10 or so years ago because there's very limited functionality. The only thing you can do really is is talk to people. And that's, and that's quite nice. Someone, I, I did read somewhere that, Threads is now where the woke go, where the woke hang out, and you know Twitter is going to be or okay. X is going to be where <laughs> the uh, the right hang out, you know, and that's and maybe maybe that is ultimately that's not good. well, I know, but maybe ultimately that's where it ends up in the modern equivalent of um, people who just read the same newspapers and get you know the echo chamber from the newspapers, they'll get it from um, from the social media platforms. But it's interesting that you talk about people who have built businesses and what do they do? Because I know someone who is essentially giving up their business because they've had enough. Mm. They've had enough, not, I mean, this is not a, a Twitter thing necessarily, but they, but they've had enough of, um, changes. The grind. And it is, yeah. it is a grind and, and it is, it is difficult to, uh, to keep up. And I mean, I know someone who, whose whole shtick, whose whole brand is around Twitter, right? And in, in one day, their whole like brand is dead. Well, it's not dead, but you know, like. The, it's, it's, it's gone the, though. It's, yeah, for, it's forever changed. Yeah. And either you got to change with it or it's time to move on to the next thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it just, it just makes me smile, I guess, that it can happen so quickly and at the whim of one person that's that's actually a lot yeah. of power to to have or you know to it's it's a strange impact that somebody like that can can have because it's not like they set a bomb off somewhere or they shut a border or um you know they did anything that would be considered you know remotely like inherently bad but they made a decision that's had such a massive impact on on people's way that they talk yeah. their their friendships their ability to communicate their their businesses it's it's 
bizarre. It, it it really is. It's I mean, we've always heard this that this is this was the risk of building on rented space and yeah, the landlord just decided, yep, not doing that anymore. So now you got to go and change. But it, I think it's just the overall change of the internet, the the oncoming of AI and how that is like, I mean, a driver for a lot of people now. And, um, and then like, you know, just how we're interacting with social media or, or the internet again. So it's like, it's all changing. And part of me is like, one, that is a good thing. It is supposed to change. It is supposed to keep evolving. Um, but then I see the other thing, you know, like with threads, people are like, oh, this is how it used to be. And it's like, oh, you kind of, you're, you're kind of like the back in my day. People. <laughs> and it's like, do you stick, you know, you're sounding like, well, back in my day, this is what we used to do. So like, do you go back to threads with things, how it used to be 20 years ago, or do you uh embrace the change and go forward or just say you know what this experiment was really cool i'm gonna move on to my next thing and i think that's where i'm seeing people going people want to go back to how it used to be some are kind of open to the change and others are like you know what um it's time to move on this was fun there's other things in life so i don't know paul where are you in this whole thing so i am uh well Okay, so I'm not like out completely because, you know, I have a whole business um, around (laughs) around it. Now, I feel like I I have made some smart decisions to ensure that the business I run is not reliant on one social media platform or in fact, social media in general. So I always like give myself a little pat on the back um, for not niching into the hospitality industry um, right before COVID, because I know people who were forced to kind of like pivot their entire business because they were niched into in, into that. So I've never niched and I've always kept things really diverse. And that's definitely what will uh, what I will always do, because I know people talk about niching and how it's good to be like the go-to person and all that kind of stuff. But uh, when the shit hits the fan... you know that's that that's a risk so um so i'm i'm not too concerned uh, about like things like my my business it is just change i quite like things changing it gives me something to talk talk about and that's always that's always helpful if you do talks about these kind of things um i think uh, i mean i'm out of twitter and i have been for a few weeks Mm. now yep uh because I didn't leave because of a logo. I left because of the principle. So good for me. Um, I think threads, mm, we'll wait and see. Jury's out on on that one. I I wonder actually whether the shifts towards the kind of TikTok video kind of stuff, this just adds more weight to that kind of thing. Or... um, I'm going to use the Barbie marketing scenario as as an example. If you haven't seen Barbie marketing, then really you must live (laughs) off grid because literally everything um, is 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 pink. So, like my um, my son's driving game Forza 
you can now get the Barbie car and drive around Forza in the Barbie <laughs> car. I mean, I, I need to check whether it's in Fortnite. Cause if it's in Fortnite, I mean, it probably is in Fortnite. But there's some really good like collabs on, on, on this, right? So, but... It's everywhere on like TikTok and Reels and all that kind kind of stuff. I just wonder whether, you know, it just adds more weight to that's where it's going. Actually, here's something. There was, um, this is more about news and how people get their news. Young people get their news from short form video, TikTok and that kind of stuff. And there was a, a, on, a on a mainstream news bulletin over here, they did an interview with... A guy called, I think his name's Dylan Page. He sort of does one of these, um, here's the news that you need to know. This is what's happening kind of accounts. And they interviewed him because I, I actually saw his video first. They interviewed him at ITV and um, about like how young people are hearing the news and what's going on. And he thought it went really well. But when it was aired... They really slagged him off, not not him personally, but they were saying, you know, how how it can't be verified and uh, TikTok, which is owned, mm. don't forget, by a Chinese company. Real kind of like those weird vibes there. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think that 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 is where people will get their their news from. So this whole trust in traditional organizations is is going people are finding their own ways people will find out the people that they that they trust and that they believe i'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing all the time but it's definitely a change or die isn't it you know you've got to adapt otherwise you um you get left behind and, yeah. and so can i just say look at us here what we're doing we are providing a service <laughs> to the world as a news and politics kind of show yeah, okay, sure. I can go with that. <laughs> of course. I, 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 I don't know whether that answered your question at all, because I feel like I went off a complete tangent there about like what I thought uh, uh, about <laughs> it. But in, but in essence, I'm, 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 I'm casual about it, really. I think you've got to roll with it sometimes. But I will say this. I do think people need to check themselves and work out what their principles mm-hmm. are. And just to kind of circle back onto the grief thing, I definitely see people grieving for what they perceive that they've lost on Twitter. It's just that they actually lost it a while ago. Um, yeah. But now, you know, there's something visual that they can attach their grief to, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think me, I think I'm out. And I'm not completely, I, I'm not the, I, I'm not going to participate um, I just think this is actually a good time to step away, get some perspective on my life, you know, and then see where it is all going um, and then maybe enter back in where I want to instead of trying to pretend that everything is how it used to be when it's not how it used yeah. to be. Um, and, and, I, and I've learned this, that when something is changing, is probably a sign that you need to step away and change with it instead of forcing it to be what it was. So um, it will be fascinating to see how people kind of um, respond to all this. I'm seeing a lot of people leaving Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are questioning what's my purpose now. And that is fascinating. So um, 
I don't know. I, I think the next couple of years will be interesting. And, you know, and back to your point on how people are getting news with short form video. I mean, there's opportunity for change uh, for people to jump in on some really cool stuff. But it is just a sign that the Internet is changing. And we're going to have to just deal with it because um, you and I, we are not the we're not the young kids Mm-mm. anymore. And a lot of things are not catering to us. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to have to just either be on board or take our our um, bank accounts and go do something fun. I don't know. That's, do you know what? I agree. That That is true. You're right. We are we are the old, we are the old guard. We have to we have to allow like the youth of the world to usurp us. We have to like stick with our things that we're used to. We have to be referred yep. to as the, the Gen X or, you know, which will eventually become an insult yep. if it's not already. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. I think you're right. I think we have to learn to do it. You just with get it. morphed into being a boomer. I, I know. You're just getting morphed to being well, a I'm, boomer. The kids already call me a boomer, <laughs> but you know, I, I, yeah, we have to, we have to accept that. Don't we? Yeah, you just got to accept this is this is what's supposed to happen, yes. change. And I think the easiest way is to step back, go look at the priorities into your life and kind of watch and see how you want to engage. Um, like I said, the content, it ain't for you anymore. Uh, and people aren't making as much content for you. And the kids are taking over just like when we were the young ones, we took over and and we forced a whole lot of change and people are still mad about it, but that's okay. It's okay. You know, uh, we'll sit back and with our money and, you know, <laughs> sip on our mimosas and be like, yeah, y'all get to work while we just sit here and watch you do all the things. That, uh, I'm okay. For, I'm ready for that phase of life. Do you know, so, so am I actually like just talking about this, this person I mentioned that said, right, you know, I've, I've, I've had enough. Um, I, I must, I must admit, yeah. I did kind of, kind of envy um the the idea and it has made me think you know well absolutely what you've just said may you know could I retire now I mean I could if like I had the money I don't quite have the money I need to retire yet um but there is definitely a sense of like what I look at in the future is not like you know where we're going raving it's it's you know what can I do with my money and uh where can I potentially live my best life we got to have a whole show on this yeah. because I saw a tweet that threw me. I've been in I've been in a little what's my purpose loop for the last week because the the person said all you need is $400,000 and you can just stop working and go part-time. I'm like, "Whoa." And so, we've been running numbers, we've been having <laughs> debates on all kinds of stuff in this house. So, we got to have a whole show on that because that threw me into a whole spiral of and why am I working? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. A- but basically, she said, if you have four hundred thousand, you put it, you invest it, let it grow. In about fifteen years, you'll have one point six million dollars, and then you can just like go part time until you retire. I was like, oh, this is some interesting stuff. That's so funny because my financial stuff. guy has exactly the same figure. He said to me, four hundred thousand. Huh. I'm like, okay. Let's let's work towards that. I'm some way off, um, but he's that he's like he says the same figure. So that yeah, ooh, okay, all right. This is this is it this works. this is worth us like doing a bit of research on this and finding out. I kind of want to know 
Um, how we would go from 400,000 to 1.6 million, because that's, that's quite a leap. Um, but I could, I could, uh, do, you're the fun- 15 years. Co- well, let's let, compounding. Interest. Let's save it for the show. Yep. Let's save it for the show. I want, cause you're the financial yeah. person. You're the person that went on TV to talk about budgeting and finance and stuff like that. So I want you to come to this show yep. with knowledge and information on that 400,000, oh, what we do, what we do with it and how that works out in terms of what we need to, to live on. Brilliant. Okay. Right. So we've established in this episode that our time is up. And we we need to close close the chapter <laughs> on being creators and start living or preparing for our retirement. Excellent, right? Yes. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go and just check out where I can like you know go and live my bougie life. You're gonna go and get some internet. <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. All right. <laughs> Enjoy your internet. Well, I, let the kids have it. Yes, let the kids <laughs> have it. It's their time. All right. Um, yes. Right. We'll go and do some research, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode.